0: Friends, it's Trevor. It's Avery. It's Pat. It's the citywide special. Spring training is underway. The Phillies will have their first Grapefruit League game against the Blue Jays on Saturday. Whit Merrifield is signed to a one-year deal. What can the veteran utility man bring to the squad? The Flyers dropped the stadium series, losing 6-3 against the Devils at MetLife Stadium. They b- bounced back, however, with a 3-1 win over the Blackhawks on Wednesday. With the Flyers holding on to 3rd in the Metro, could they stand pat at the deadline? Could Sean Walker remain with the team past this season? The Eagles re signed tight end Albert Okwegbenom. Jason Kelsey's retirement decision remains in the air. Is Dom DeSandro the Birds official sideline therapist? The Eagles fall to the Knicks in their return from the All-Star break. Or did I say the Eagles? Yeah, <laughs> the you got to do that again. What no, we're, uh, we're powering Man. through. The Sixers. The Sixers, our 76ers, fall to the Knicks in their return from the All-Star break. Nick Batum and Tobias Harris return to the lineup. Kyle Lowry looks decent in his Sixers debut. With the team continuing to struggle without Embiid, can they stay out of the play-in? All that and
1: more coming up right now. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good. Another day, another pod. The big 5-0. 50, baby. You know what I mean? So that's pretty cool. It's exciting. A uh, little wet, dreary day here in Philadelphia, but uh, the Sixers kind of added to that as well. Sixers also little wet little dreary. and dreary. Um, but yeah, can't complain. feel like my body's just starting to get right. We had a great weekend all together uh, for Lewis's bachelor party, so I feel like my brain and body are starting to be more aligned which is good after a great weekend of indulging in good times but uh yeah can't complain happy to be back
2: yeah shout out to uh the big Five O. we made it to 50 episodes next week will be one year since we recorded the first episode yeah we have skipped a week but for the most part we've been bringing y'all the audience our listening audience our viewing audience that riveting content for a year straight so yeah hope you all appreciate that come also shout out lewis yeah, man. I think we mentioned this last week, but shout-out, Lewis. Vamo Coffee. Getting married to uh, Hannah Galdit, former guest of the pod, up in Erie, PA in April, and we had a good time celebrating. What was uh, y'all's favorite part of the trip? I use that literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, you know, I did, I did like that Irish pub. I was having a good time. I was having a good time there, and... You know, you guys pulled me away. <laughs> you were barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> oh yeah. A good old sturdy tree, yeah. but yeah, a there were some there were some younger trees in the bar that you guys didn't you know whatever.
2: Hey. Look. Hey, yeah, that Irish pub was kind of fun.
0: It like it was a good time. It was kinda of, it was It was cheap for we ordered like a bunch of Guinness and it was eight only,
1: Guinness was only forty five. 45 bucks 40 bucks It yeah, was really crazy. Yeah, five wow, bucks a guinness that's and they banging. whacked them out pretty quickly too And this they, economy they too poured them quick yeah uh yeah i don't know if the bar felt good because we were all tripping or what but it was a good vibe in there i just liked walking around the boardwalk a little bit tripping or drinking whatever like that was a good time but just being with everybody was also great you know what i mean it's just fun hanging out bullshitting whether doing nothing or chilling or going to see count i think count is probably my favorite part i'm not gonna lie yeah, yeah, he was, hilarious. was the highlight
0: yeah. that was a he yeah, has a fun show
2: yeah the, i will say that he had a ton of openers yeah there's like eight it was long.
1: <laughs> i would have peed way earlier because i feel like every time i thought i was like oh i got a window they were like and now what you've all been waiting for i'm like all right here we go And it was like some like local Jersey community. I'm like, all right, it's fine. But like, all right, he's all next. Yeah. And then it was like four later. I'm like, oh my god, (laughs) like my bladder was exploding. Yeah, it was a
2: straight party in there. But yeah, I mean, every opener was solid. The one girl that was singing, I was a little confused by.
1: Yeah, I didn't really get. But she had
2: a good voice, right? Like it was just weird.
1: Yeah, it was just kind of ooh out of place. She would sing and then like do a little bit, and i would be like, oh, she's like, okay, the singing was like an intro, but then she starts singing again. Like, all right, well, I don't really know where I'm at here, but. 14,000 fans packed that fucking little ice rink out though for Cat Williams, which is great.
2: Oh, uh, you felt the 14,000 leaving out that thing, oh, man? Oh, man. Good
0: Lord. We were bottlenecked in there hard, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That was. I thought um, I was never going to leave. A yeah, tough place to get out of. It was hot. Not a place where you'd want to catch on fire. Oh, God. No, we would we all burn <laughs> we down. We would be
1: tripping like we were the night before. That would have been brutal. Yeah. That would have been brutal.
2: Yeah, that would have been rough. But uh, then we went to, I think this was my favorite part of the trip king's pub yeah dude? shout out king's yeah. pub, yeah. That was, king's that pub was man what place. a cool bar
1: shout out that bartender don't know his name but saw eight or nine of us walk in there a little bit fucked up looking all ordered food all ordered beers the guy was so cheery the whole time never yeah. batted an eye just was like all right yeah say no more apologize for being a little bit late because we had too much fried stuff we ordered he was like my bad we're like no big deal dude he's like we only got one fryer dude killed it it was a great little local kind of towny bar right across from the Irish club yeah yeah
2: that, that was great but what I will say man, is the last time I've been in Atlantic City was as I mentioned last week was 12 years ago. when you're in your early 20s, you may understand what sadness and depravity depravity <laughs> is oh, yeah but like being back in Atlantic City now that I'm in my mid 30s I've really felt sadness and depravity in my own life. Like man, this place is. There's just the epitome of despair, yeah. right? Like it's, it's, just it's such not a down
1: broken dreams. That shit. Your dreams are already shattered before you get there. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. You it just was funny into getting, that town. leaving
0: the Cat Williams show and just seeing everyone just pouring into Caesars. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> was like across the street. <laughs> yeah. It's like damn, these guys yeah. didn't didn't uh, spend enough money on the the tickets and the, the beers or whatever. Yeah, nah, and then but, just
2: like so many, just like. Closed down restaurants, and granted, it's the boardwalk in the winter, so some of them probably mm-hmm. do open the yeah, summer. Yeah. But some of them, they look like they hadn't been open in
1: years. Some of them look boarded up, yeah, not just closed. They look boarded up for forever. And then but. that
2: that seedy motel right down the street from our Airbnb, mm. where Steve, shout out Steve Defop, was saying that he walked by and he saw three different drug deals going down in that <laughs> motel at once,
0: yeah. in
1: <laughs> like at in the morning,
2: like twelve yeah. o'clock noon. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Atlantic City. I had a great time.
1: It serves a purpose.
2: Yeah, you see, it yeah, serves yeah, a purpose.
1: You know. you know what I mean? You go down, you can do whatever the fuck you want, and everyone's looking a little fucked up, so you can kind of just blend in with the mess.
0: Yeah, it was fun walking through the the Hard Rock Casino. <laughs> just pretty much just went in there to use the bathroom, but got, you know, got to see a lot of a lot of fun lights and colors and oh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, a lot of people sitting around losing money.
2: Yeah, if the won was, seven bucks. Yeah, if
0: the did come out ahead, seven dollars went down big and then came back up. Yeah, the whole time I was like, think I was leading up to it. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to play some kind of table games. And when, as soon as I got in there, I was like, nah, I don't yeah, right, so. <laughs> nah. I, I was scared that, to even I play a slot. I, I don't like, think this the asset like, was helping. Everyone's like,
1: like intimidating, like, and, and a no, lot I don't going think on. So.
2: Hey, that's okay. Then we went out and drank beers on the Frigid Beach and looked at the Ferris wheel for a half hour. Yeah, that, that was sick. Ferris wheel it was, was a nice.
1: Cool, yeah, it was a cool Ferris yeah, wheel. she was looking sturdy.
2: Like, I've seen some Ferris, some, so I would rate that Ferris wheel on the, the scale of Ferris wheel ratings. I'd give it a solid eight. It was nice and bright and colorful. Because I've seen some Ferris wheels that are kind of mediocre. I've seen some that are pretty good, but only under certain conditions. Like the one I oh, took in man. the snow that day, remember? Yeah. That one was cool. That one was like a nine out of ten. This one was
1: like I give it an eight. For AC, all the lights were working. Yeah, you know it was had some good upkeep to it, but yeah, man, all around I think phenomenal weekend. It was it did what the job was supposed to do. Yeah, everybody get banged up, have a good time, come home safe. We did it.
2: Hey, the boys, the boys were bucking town. The dude. The
1: boys were bucking town. But yeah, for Kaz, going down big, coming up with a little win, unlike the Sixers. No. Uh, they went down big, just like Fikaz. Just when you thought they could maybe get their $7 back, they that was it. No more gas in the tank.
2: Yeah, first game back after the All-Star break, it was good to see Kyle Lowry suit up. It was good to see, well, Batum and Tobias were back, but it wasn't good to see him back if that's how they're going to play, you <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? Big good. time. But uh, it's good, I guess, that the team is starting to get healthy. They were saying on the broadcast that Melton should be back tomorrow. Covington's probably a couple weeks out from being back. And it's just when went and beat him. Damn here forgot
1: he was on the team to be honest. I, I
2: thought he was I thought I thought his career was over, yeah. to be quite frank. Yeah, Covington. But, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. It seemed like you yeah. Did not sound good, the injury
1: they were talking mm-hmm. about. And he has been out for a while, so. Signs of hope. I mean, at least with the, we can go right in the Sixers, I guess. Yeah. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're the freshest on mine. I feel like um it wasn't yeah, it sucked to see them lose right out the. you know, you're at home. You got, you know, Lowry's back. He goes out in the first half with a weird elbow to the forehead, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, at least they had that fight, you know. I mean, down 26, you come back at the half. They put a really good dent into that deficit, which is yeah, good to see. They got within six, seven, seven times. Yeah, yeah, six, yeah. I mean, yeah. they were right there. I mean, that's, you know, you your max effort there. And um, the Knicks just had their number tonight. I mean, they their first half was almost perfect from three and— Everybody hitting their free throws. I mean, it was a great Knicks offensive standpoint, and their defense was nuts. You saw that Nova connection right off the jump. Right. So I think all in all, you know, you get some other pieces back. Maybe you get some players that gel together more. You know, Larry gets a couple more weeks together with the team. You got a tough stretch. I think they got the eighth toughest schedule coming down the stretch here, um, without Embiid as well. So. This is a game that, again, and they hate to be broken record, but like with Embiid, they probably win this game. I mean, you come in with you come back within six, you miss that big cru- crucial piece right there. Yeah, their defense is just pitiful without Embiid in the first half of games. There's no one, no one getting rebounds, no one going doing blocks. They're all pretty much caught just watching people shoot ball and watching it get bounced back, and bang, the team gets the other rebound. So you know, I mean, it was a frustrating game, but. I'm not going to get too round up in the fact that they lost. Uh, the Knicks are a good team. I mean, they're they're hungry. They're energetic. They're they, banged up too, but yeah, not as banged up as we are. Nah, but they have that. They got some fight in you know, them. You know, Brunson's clearly running that team pretty well. So, you know, and like you said, you bring some Nova guys in there that all have that similar connection. There were a couple plays where it just, you could see it was like vintage Nova shit right there.
2: Yeah, yeah. When DiVincenzo had that cut towards the end of the game yeah. with like three seconds on the shot clock. He sets a pick and they just cuts the basket. It's yep. like that's like that's what you go get when you play at Villanova for four years exactly. or however long you played there. Together. When you play for Jay Wright, yeah. you've been playing fundamental basketball for that long. It's just that comes naturally to you. Whereas for some of the Sixers players, like they set a pick and then they just stand there. Anybody like, making a move? KJ Martin, Kelly Oubre set a pick and they just stand there.
1: Yeah,
2: just like yeah. So. Would be nice for us to get the Nova guy, as I was saying before we record the pod. I think we do get ours in the off season. Mikhail Bridges, I think, is coming home. Yeah. It's going to undo the wrongs of the the 2018, 2019 draft, but yeah. that's for that's for a different pod. But another day. Yeah, as far as Sixers go, Maxi, he went off. He mm-hmm. represented the Sixers decently in the All Star game, as much as Doc would play him anyway.
1: <laughs> classic Doc move. He got hot, and then he said, "All right, you're done." So we've seen that before. Yeah. Did you guys
0: watch the All-Star game?
1: Yeah, like I did. Here's bit.
2: here's why, right? It was a really bad game, but the, the total for points going into the game was really low. Like, it, I think, I bet it, it was like, oh, I don't remember what it was. It was like under 360. The line was 360 and, and a half was the over-under for total points. And I'm thinking, that's going to go way over. Like, or it might, you know, it was 380. It was something that it seemed like it might have been reasonable. I was like, yeah, that's going to go over. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I have to bet that. So, like, once I did it, I, it was my incentive to watch the game. Yeah, yeah, it gives you a reason to watch. But it was a really bad basketball game. <laughs> yeah. If you even want to call it a basketball yeah, yeah. game.
0: I did, yeah, I did not watch it. I remember I watched last year's, and I imagine it was more of the same. Not a whole lot of <laughs> fundamental defense being played no. in the no. All Star game.
2: Yeah, it's 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 gotten to the point where it's just why even have it?
0: Yeah,
2: right. Like yeah, yeah. They should just treat it like they should kind of treat it like the NFL does the Pro Bowl. Just have the like the Saturday night, which we didn't watch Saturday night. We were at Cat Williams, but my understanding was that the dunk contest sucked. The three point contest was all right, and the Steph and Sabrina shootout was the, the yeah, show. It like, like that was the highlight. of Was it. the yeah. highlight yeah. and like the skills competition was okay. But
0: just have more stuff like that Yeah. And just yeah. make
2: that All-Star Weekend. No one gives a damn about this terrible game.
0: Yeah, or I feel like they could maybe do something like what the NHL does now where it's, you know, you could have, you know, four teams or however many you want to do and just make it, you know, almost like a street ball yeah, tournament. Three-on-three like or four-three, three four, three yeah. something like that, yeah. yeah. That might be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, But trying could... to do a regular game just seems kind of pointless
2: yeah three on three half court would be cool yeah because you you can't you can't get really lazy like that in half court you actually have to play with intensity a little bit yeah like full court yeah they're gonna be lazy because they don't feel like running 94 feet back and forth half court you kind of force the players to move a little bit more
1: yeah but you know all-star games in general have just been kind of a wash yeah they're all pretty bad anyway but you know Yeah.
0: I mean, here's the other thing that I think they could do for the all-star game is, you know, you know how, um, you know, whenever a team has like a star point guard and they're talking about maybe getting another, trying to acquire another star ball handler type of guy and all the, you know, boomer NBA fans will say, "Uh, what are they going to do? Play with two balls? That's exactly what they should do. (laughs) Two balls. Just chaos. Can't you know
2: hmm.
0: think about what the toll would be for that game.
2: That'd be entertaining.
0: <laughs>
1: That'd be tricky when you're transitioning defense and someone's like how do you know Yeah who do which you ball cover? which, going, ball which, ball which do way? You cover? Yeah. Do both balls have to be in play on each, like...
2: Yeah, could one team be on offense while the other one is also on offense? Then you could just do two half... I don't know, half, there's so many questions. Court.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They got to they gotta test that one out. out real quick in yeah, the G yeah. League real quick, it, see how that works would, out.
2: Wouldn't be any worse than what we're watching now, No nah. so. They were
1: just asking for an injury, though, at that point, without some sort of structure. You got guys just... Crisscross. Yeah, people are gonna run. Or they could just kind of have random moments in the
0: game where they introduce the second ball. It's like they just like a red light and a siren goes, and it's like two
1: minutes of two balls. It's like the Quidditch ball is worth like ten times the points. Yeah, they
0: have. There's yeah, they throw in like the golden ball, like kind of like how they do with the three point contest, but it's, but it's a tennis ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's just like a weird shaped ball. Oh, you know what it's it is? It's a rugby ball. <laughs> it, you know
2: what it is? It's the uh, the airless ball.
0: Yeah, the airless ball. It's yeah. on that pitch in there.
1: Gold. The gold air. ball. Or they yeah. should
0: do how, you know how, um, uh, you know, if you go to some kind of state fair and they have those uh, basketball things and, you know, they obviously, like, fuck up the rims mm-hmm. and make it so hard. They should just do that. They should
1: just make the rims square. So that no one can score. So that, yeah. Hell so yeah.
2: Just, hey, you wanted a low scoring game? You got it. Yeah.
1: Maybe they add two feet to the to the fucking rim to yeah, make it a little bit higher. Let the rim play the defense. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there you go. Humans work, not yeah, gonna make, play. make the basket
1: fifteen feet high. Bring out those robots from Japan. No let that jumps. shit see what they do. Hmm. Damn, but yeah, you know what I mean? Max, you good to see him coming out fresh. Looks like he didn't miss a single beat. So good seeing him that young youthfulness coming out there on the court. So put up thirty, damn near forty points tonight. Uh hmm. But the rest of the team just has to get their shit together. I do feel positive, though, with Kyle Lowry on the team. They did seem to not miss Maxie as much when he wasn't on the court. Mm -hmm. So that was good to see. Um, You get that familiarity with Nick Nurse and Lowry. I'm sure he knows at least a majority of the playbook or the scheme that he's running. So it's not as foreign to him. Uh, But they just need some weeks together to really get that continuity going to gel as a team because you know there's some things that look sloppy but that one pass where Larry's about to go to the racket and ditches it out to Buddy Heald like that was great that was you know last year I mentioned it before the pod where like anytime Harden would do that shit in the first year or so we had him that was going right to the fucking ref like he could he did there was no he knew what he wanted to do but couldn't get the pass there where like Larry already bang had that shit but he was sitting there poof, popped poof, like so that was good um But, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. The Knicks are a good team. Potential playoff matchup down the stretch. Um, Harris, Payne, those guys are a whole-ass liability if they keep playing like this. I mean, you can't – even with Embiid back, you got to get something out of them. They weren't playing defense. They couldn't fucking shoot the rock. They couldn't do anything.
0: Yeah. Anything. Harris just uh, just seems so weak on the ball. Like, he gave it up. so many times. Dude. I never just... saw him
1: turn the ball over like that. Like, granted, he usually takes stupid shots or, like, he'll miss something or get blocked. But, like, he was just fumbling the ball left and right. They would pass him and he would bounce it off his foot or I, I, I don't yeah. know what. You can blame it on Russ, but this, hit, this ain't his first all-star break. Like, when people say that, oh, they had two weeks off, I don't believe that bullshit. Like, you, they're professional athletes. They're not rookies. Like, Plus, you know we'll what see mean? this
2: from Tobias, a random game in December when he's right. played the last eight games. right.
1: So that shit was a little disheartening to see, but, you know, it's the Sixers. Down by 26, they suck you in the third quarter, and then they break your heart again at the end, so kind of numb to it.
2: Yep, that's how they do. They uh, Their schedule doesn't get any easier. They got Cleveland tomorrow, back-to-back. Then they play Milwaukee at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. They play three games in, like, not even 96 hours. They play three games in, like, 80 hours well if they lose they all then, wrote that schedule if
1: they lose them all the nick nurse can just pull a doc rivers and say well whoever made this schedule just doesn't know time zones or doesn't know how to travel with their team and <laughs> that's why we lost not because of our players because of yeah. the way that they made the, the script they didn't work out that way
2: i guess we can get into doc rivers <laughs> i gotta get into this leave it to the nba man as i've said on this pod many times the nba is the most dramatic of the professional mm-hmm. sports league Leave it to the NBA to have all this drama pop off during the All Star break. Yeah, where you have Doc saying straight up on someone's podcast—I forget whose podcast this was—Doc's a guest, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I told the, the the Milwaukee like front office and like the owner that you probably shouldn't hire me in the middle of like this really tough stretch, this really tough road like road <laughs> road trip." It's like, yeah, th- this isn't a good idea. Just, and then, like, saying, like, yeah, I these losses are because of the schedule, because time zones, Mm -hmm. because you can't take over the team in the middle of the season. I wouldn't wish this upon anyone. Doc's just making up all this nonsense, Mm -hmm. dude.
1: Because they're ass right now.
2: Yeah. You know,
1: I've only had it, like, 24 hours or 36 hours in Milwaukee itself, so I don't even really know anything right now. It's like, shut the f- man, you've been- Playing these crazy ass fucking puppet games all season. Now that you got the reins and they're they're losing, you're like, whoa, whoa, it's yeah. You've and this been ain't me. advising yeah, yeah. the team the whole
2: <laughs> yeah. time, dude. Get the hell up out of here. Mm-mm. So then, this is where it, this this is where it got really funny. So JJ Redick, former Sixer, former Clipper, played under Doc with the Clippers. Comes out on I guess it was first take. It was with yeah. Skip and Shannon, yep. or I'm sorry, with Steve Stephen, A. Stephen A. and Shannon. So he comes out and he's pissed. He goes. I've seen the trend for years. The trend is always making excuses. This is from CBS Sports. Said Reddick, who played on the Rivers for years when they were both with the Clippers. Doc, we get it. <laughs> Taking over a team in the middle of the season is hard. Just like getting traded in the middle of a season is hard for a player. We get it. But it's always excuses. It's always throwing your team under the bus. Article goes on to say, Reddick took issue with the Bucks losing to Memphis, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Doc saying after that loss We had some guys here We had some guys in Cabo Yeah Questioning his players effort So here's JJ They lose to Memphis Oh it's his players fault Memphis was playing G League guys And two way guys So then Redick ends his rant By calling Rivers out For comments saying He said the Clippers consulted him (laughs) I didn't know this (laughs) happened. Doc claims the Clippers consulted him before making the trade for James Harden. Then this is JJ again. Then you look at his quotes over the weekend. Now he wants to take credit for the James Harden trade that the Clippers working out. He wants credit for that? There's (laughs) never accountability with that guy.
1: Yeah. He's a fucking noodle.
0: Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself.
2: Yeah. Doc's always just on some nonsense, dude. So... It gets even better. The NBA, man, they know how to do drama. So then, yeah, Pat they, Bev. Everyone's
0: mm-hmm. got a podcast now. So, mm-hmm.
2: Pat Bev, who we know, who we love, takes to Twitter and goes after JJ. Let me pull this up. So, yeah. So, Pat Bev goes on Twitter like that, that day. This man, Doc, actually saved your career. Started you when no one else wanted to. And you retire, go on TV and say that at JJ Reddick. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then jj tweets back at him this shit's so funny man pat my guy i had a four-year offer with a player option for the same money to be a starter for a different team fuck out of here <laughs> quote unquote save my career <laughs> <laughs> then Pat f claps back why did not you take it Then you was comfy in your role with the team and don't just say don't just say la i'm assuming because it's because yeah. you wanted to go to la but, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's Doc Rivers, man, just starts this whole, t- this whole just fire. He's a big stir-of-the-pot guy.
1: He's a big stir-of-the-pot guy.
2: Yeah, I just thought that whole thing was so funny. Like, the NBA's on break. Yeah. And you have a coach, a current coach, an ex-player turned commentator, and a current player just all bickering with one another. It's like, in no other league does that happen. No.
0: The NBA loves drama.
2: Meanwhile yeah, like it's yeah. hard to
0: imagine something like that happening in, like, the MLB or something. Oh, God, like, they couldn't care less. Yeah. Like, it was, like, Pedro Martinez talking shit on, uh, I don't know. Don Zimmer? Yeah. <laughs> that would that'd be pretty great.
2: Now, that whole chapter was funny. But then, Pat he had a busy week. You seen what he said about the Sixers? Oh, yeah, nah, yeah,
1: yeah. They care about they, stats. more yeah, They tried about to, like, winning. walk it back. Yeah. So,
2: hold up. He said Tobias Harris called him and asked him what it's like in Milwaukee.
0: You think that
1: actually happened? Probably. I bet you Maybe. Tobias was trying to like find a... his way to Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, it just has like a friendly. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we I don't, don't know, know the we happened. don't know the context of like, hey, how's Milwaukee? You know, or it's like, how is it in Milwaukee compared to playing here? That's like, true. Like he didn't say if it just was like, like oh, how's what's the weather like? How's living in Milwaukee compared to yeah, living yeah. in Philly? It's like if
0: one of your friends moved to a new city, right. you might just give him a friendly or call is he call asking because like, hey, he wants
1: to yeah it's there's no context there but also fuck like Tobias hell yeah go baby yeah, yeah get Tobias I'll yeah, cool to drive
2: you to the airport right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude yes, drive man.
1: you
0: all the way to Milwaukee
2: but then for Pat Bev to be like yeah everyone cares about winning here no one cares about stats who won the Sixers other than when Embiid had the 30-10 streak who has ever cared about stats on the current Sixers team
1: nobody yeah. but also cares about winning more like have you seen the Bucks' record though? Since like they're not they they've been winning games, but they haven't been doing shit for the last really two months. Yo, so like you're just as bad as we are right now.
2: And all I'm gonna say is like you have Dame in the All Star game just chucking threes trying to win MVP. You have Giannis when he didn't get his game ball. Yeah, remember that? Being a freaking bitch. out. Yeah. You mean to tell me they just care about winning? They don't care about stats. Clearly, they. I mean, it's okay to care about stats. If I was an NBA player, I'd care about stats. I used to play rec league and stuff, I cared how many points I got. At the end of the day, whenever like,
1: you play anything like that, you do care about stats at some point. Especially when you're at the top of your career, you want to be the guy, you want to be the face of the NBA, you want to be the leader in scoring or whatever it is, defensive player of the year. So, like, yeah, it, it is always on people's back of their mind. And, yeah, last year, where we were chasing that shit with Embiid, probably. This year, I actually felt that Embiid wasn't chasing MVP. I thought that he was actually trying to just get us to be in a position to go for a chip run and he's happy to get hurt, which is classic Embiid. but like I didn't feel the same urge that he was fighting for m v p as previous years, but when you're playing that well, you're always going to be in the conversation yeah, right. of m v p and when you're doing thirty the only time that I guess he did chase it was when they tried to keep in the streak 30, a lot. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that okay, the last time we lost it I I'll think. give you that that makes sense, but like come on now, but I don't think Pat would be running the ground the team like that if they're saying that he would love to stay in Philly forever,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean whatever. I mean he he's got a podcast he's exactly yes. of shit. I that, mean I'm kind of like over the Pat Bev thing. Like was I just cool. think it's hilarious. It was cool when he was here, yeah. fun personality. But and but it's like at this point he's just a mediocre player that plays for the Bucks. Mm. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. This is. I mean, I'm not going to like, you're not wrong, but stats, I'm not going to like pretend like it's b- breaking news every time Pat yeah. Bev says some sh- shit on his podcast. Dude, I just like, think whatever. I just think the it's stats fun- is really he, funny. It is funny. funny. The stats
1: that he ain't chasing, he really should be getting a little bit like, he, he hasn't looked at his stats in a while because he really isn't, he hasn't done anything really. Statistically Hmm. or winning-wise, recently.
2: Yeah, winning. He's he's certainly not winning. He's not a winner. He's winning more games here, quite
1: frankly. Yeah, Yeah. and his stats. I mean, yeah, Pat. He's an okay, great, you know, locker room guy, great energy guy, but he ain't gonna win you any games. Hmm. He helped the
2: Sixers win a couple, not by himself,
1: but yeah, against like Charlotte, but not. Come on now. He's not... I love Pat Bev. I'm not saying that at all that way. I just mean, like, that's all. If you're going to call out someone for trying to stat pad and shit like that, or compared to winning, you haven't... That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You kind of... You're not, like, the guy. You're just Pat Bev, which everyone loves you for. They love you because you're just, you know, a great guy to be around.
2: Yeah, he's authentic. The the last thing he said was he was talking about Kyle Lowry. Because Kyle Lowry is basically the reason he got Mm -hmm. traded, right? Because we wanted to bring Lowry instead of him, which... Think Lowry showed a little a little juice tonight, probably Definitely. He showed some things in this game that you weren't gonna get from Pat Ev. So jury's still out on if it ends up being a net positive, but Pat Ev's mad that Kyle Lowry basically forced him out. He was like, Yeah, when we play Philly, I'm on his ass. Yeah. Uh,
1: we'll you see how that, we'll see what happens. They
2: play him on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited to watch that game. I might, see might try and goes. go.
1: We'll see what happens. I mean, I bet you Kyle Lowry gets more points than he does. I don't think – Pat Bev might have, like, a steal here and there, maybe a block, but, you know, I think Kyle Lowry wins that matchup. Yeah, he's – ain't their first time seeing each other. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Kyle Lowry's a borderline Hall of Fame player. Like, with all due respect to Pat Bev, he's he's had a long career. I love him, but he's not as – His career isn't as accomplished. Right now he may be better, but who knows? We'll see. But, yeah, that's all I got to say about Pat Bev. I respect the hustle for content. He's out here just probably fabricating stories and talking shit for his podcast. Yeah, man. I mean, hey, well, who do, isn't? Do what yeah. you got to do. <laughs> respect, we don't fabricate the stories. Hustles. No, 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 no. I'm nah. not saying no, –
1: not, not, not us. I'm no. saying you know, just in general. Yeah, people. I say,
2: we tell it real from the heart. I'm just saying just
1: people in general with pods.
2: Very true. Okay. But, uh, all right, I think that's all I got on the Sixers, on the
0: NBA at yeah. large. yeah. What do I want to move to now?
1: Well, i could to do a quick shout-out real quick for the Union. Yeah, shout-out to the Union. They just won their yep. first game of their uh, CONCACAF. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. true. Against Costa won, Rica. They won 3-2 against this team, uh, Coast, Coast, deportivo yeah. Saprissa versus the Philadelphia Union. The Union won 3-2, full-time match. Uh, that was the first round of leg one. So good to see them back with their new uniforms coming out hot. So Those tire track uniform. You know, hey, but it's all right. We'll see what they do. But, yeah, shout-out to Union right now for starting off at least somewhat hot with a win. I'll yeah. take
2: that. Yeah, home opener Saturday. Yeah. Supposed to be 37 degrees is the high. 23 yeah. is yeah, the low.
0: Cold. Way. Jesus. Cold game for a soccer match, but, you know. Right next to the river there, too. Oh, yeah. a little breezy.
1: Mm-hmm. But I said they get it done. they will be all right. Yeah. But, yeah, shout-out to the Union yeah, right now. I forgot
2: about that. Shout-out mm-hmm. to the Union. Hell yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on to the birds, so Pat yeah, can do little, his yeah. his Super news. Bowl shots. Oh yeah,
1: I'll do my Super Bowl shots. I got to do two shots because obviously they didn't. Thanks to our girl
0: Taylor Swift.
1: Obviously she made That's it. Your girl I'll made it, it in uh, plenty of time. That private ass jet flew in there, did her concert, yeah. came back. But I'll also do this shot real Way quick in honor of my Japan. neighbor Joe as well. I'll do one with you. Rest in peace, Joe Laporta. Shout out, Joe. Yeah, shout out, Joe. But, yeah. Yeah, some little bits up. of
0: – some little little Eagles news, little Eagles drama going on. <clears throat> they re-signed Albert Aquegbenam for some some reason. like, why? I don't know
1: why. They never played him. Um, could be some Denver uh, hangover from uh, – if Vic Fangio was there when he was there, he could see some uh, – maybe there's, like, you know what I mean, he had some kind of connection with that, yeah, buying that way. We don't really have a lot. It could be a, a sign of a goodbye for, like, what do you call it? Who's Cal Contrero or oh, whoever else. Uh, Jack, Jack Stoll, I think, is a restricted... Jack Stoll.
2: Jack Stoll's a restricted free agent. Yeah, so, you know be, what? That's a good point. Could be I didn't a even sign think like of that. that.
1: So, yeah, it's maybe. not like... They make... This is a classic Howie off season where he's going to be doing some shit in the background that you might not think is, like, you know, that big a deal. Not that this is a big deal at all either, but, like, little shit like that. You trim the fat. You keep a guy that's been here for a year at least a little bit. A bigger man with... A Little bit of upside, nothing crazy. Goddard's still your man. Um, depends on how you know Kellen Moore wants to run that offense. You have to do a two tight end set, whatnot. But I
2: think he does like a two tight yeah. end set a little bit more than they
1: have. You get, I mean, when they had uh, what's it called? Um, who the fuck they got the German last name, and then Ferguson, you know, they had a blocker and then a passing tight end. So, you know, we'll see what's up, but yeah. Speaking about dramatic leagues, I don't think that there's any other team with more off-season drama the last three years than the Philadelphia Eagles. They In the NFL, love yeah. that shit, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now Nick Sirianni's a fucking unhinged man on the sideline without Dom on the sideline. Like, come on, what is this? Well,
2: that came from Derek Gunn, who Derek Gunn knows this team probably better than some people on the team know the team.
1: Also, got let go, though, as the Eagles insider a year before. No, that, I, I on, believe I,
2: almost anything Derek Gunn says. I,
1: well, you can't be blind loyalty with that shit. I yeah. do love Derek Gunn. Don't get me yes, wrong. As as you
0: don't know what we're talking about, there is a report from Derek Gunn saying that, uh, you know, during the season, Don DeSandro pretty much took it upon himself to calm Nick down on the sidelines and make sure that his, uh, could keep his emotions in check. And this is apparently why when Don was suspended, you started to see – sirianni kind of getting into arguments with players on the sidelines there was you know that one kind of blow up with um i don't know i feel like aj brown was involved in one of the one with the one one with it i can um, think of was Hassan reddick the giants game towards the end of the
2: game when they kept having reddick drop you Mm -hmm. see reddick like screaming at the sideline like i guess he was saying like i don't want to drop or whatever or like yeah, this ain't his job. Then Reddick just started freelancing doing his thing. Then he comes over the sideline. Nick's yelling at him. Devonte's trying to get involved. I'm like Nick's telling Devonte to go away. I'm like yeah, like we saw it without yeah. Big Dom. Whereas yeah. you didn't really.
1: It's I difficult mean,
2: it's like... to say to say that it's just because Big Dom wasn't there because that was when they were losing a bunch of games and some of that was probably frustration boiling over, which could have happened if he was there, but he wasn't there.
0: Yeah, I mean we were kind of joking about how. When they when things started going bad was coincidentally when he went out, but it's like maybe there's actually something to this. I don't
1: know. I think that that's a a bigger picture. Like I think obviously, yeah, we can look at some things and be like, wow, like we know Nick Sirianni can be unhinged on the sidelines with or without Big Dom. I mean, even the KC game, we had Big Dom there. He's walking out. I don't hear you fucking that, like okay, shit yeah. like that. We don't, you know. Even
2: thing back to last year, the yeah. Frank, the, the game against the Colts with Frank Reich, yeah.
1: that was for Frank Reich. And it's like yeah. when
0: you're winning, you love that, right? Yeah, well, so it's no. like it almost seems like unfair that now that they're they've lost some
1: games, now it's like oh, this is now a big problem. You know, I don't know if it's when you're winning you love it; it's when you're winning you just kind of let it go under the rug. Yeah, and I feel sure. like this team last year let like, a lot of things slide. And if you wanna have it slide into last year too of like, well, it's just Nick Siroundy like vibing into the identity of the city, you know. That's something for the fans to take part in. You can appreciate the fans' passion, but like and this is what I've been saying all year, you know, before the season was over, that like he's a it's a lack of maturity. And mm-hmm. I think that having Big Dom or no Big Dom, okay, fine. If we got Big Dom on the sideline, cool, he keeps him tempered. But he's not the first coach that's had a guy that kept him in check. I mean, you go back to Bill Cowher. That guy was a very passionate head coach as well. Any of the hardballs have been very passionate. Like, it's not – he's not the first one to explode at players and yell at guys and get more out of them in a way that way. I think that when the team also has a coach that is a little bit unhinged and not, you know, mature on the sidelines, and then you have players that are frustrated – with their own coordinators that don't know what they're doing with their own scheme, where A.J. Brown is not getting the ball in the second half of the season, he had a thousand yards by eight weeks. You know that's unheard. You know wild for the Eagles at least to set to have. You got defensive players that you're asking our best rusher to drop back in coverage. With who's my coordinator? Is it the Cy? Is it Matt Patricia? Is it the fucking ball boy over here? Like who's <laughs> my coach today? So yeah, it was just a lot of things I think snowballed that. Nobody could have corrected that. Even if Nick Sirianni was like a stoic coach at the end of the season, I don't think that anybody could have righted that wrong. So, yeah, I think this is just classic Philadelphia media trying to fucking poke some holes at some shit that they don't need to do to stir the pot. And, you know, we'll see if they can stay strong. But they kept Sirianni. He's our coach. If you're a true Philadelphia media guy that doesn't want to just have clickbait out there, You want him to succeed. If you want them to fucking come out here next season, be together, and win some games, and actually make a run of the playoffs, don't be trying to poke holes in this shit with some bullshit excuse about, well, he's young, everybody, he's on hinge, he needs Dom. Like, he ain't a baby. He's a grown-ass man, too. Just like Jalen Hurts doesn't need fucking... Uh, Brian Johnson, Nick Sirianni doesn't he shouldn't rely on Nick mm. Dom to keep him in check to play a fucking game.
2: But there was that point after the season where Sirianni did say like I need to do a better job of keeping my emotions in check. Yeah, but that's I, ownership. I think that's that might have been what he was referring to. Is ownership is okay though.
1: That's okay to okay. have ownership of that. It's okay to understand. Okay, fine. Max. So now,
2: you're you're not denying that it happened?
1: No, not at okay, all. Okay. I'm just saying that like he wasn't his explosiveness wasn't the reason for the Eagles' downfall. It no, was a bunch of other I, things. I think if
2: anything is close enough, it might have been a result of their downfall more so than it was a, a cause or a reason for it.
1: It's frustrating. And again, to that point, you're dealing with the Philadelphia media that every day between Sundays, you're hearing Nick Striani can't do the job. He's unhinged. The players don't like playing for him. The players are upset. The fans don't like him. Like, you know, it can get at your own job. You get a bad review or you get you do a bad week and you feel like, damn, I can't do this shit. You know you can. He's get out of your head. And like Sirianni, he owned up to it. I'm okay with that. But can you learn from that and move forward? We will see. But I think some fresh blood in the system this year will change his mind. But he's got to cool off on the sideline. I love yeah. when he yells at the ref. I'm cool with that. We love Nick Nurse for that shit. But there's a time and place. My second grade teacher told me that. You can't always be the class clown. There's a time and place for that shit, Pat. So you know <laughs> what I mean? You got to figure that shit out. What's your second great teacher's name? Miss Casey. Never forget her. Yo, shout out Miss Casey from the Northeast. She's married now. She's Mrs. something else, but she was Miss Casey. Yeah. Well,
2: Mrs. whatever, you're married now. Shout out to you from the Northeast. (laughs) Hey, man. But yeah, I think you do bring up a good point, right, that it is about maturity, and some of that is Sirianni just having to mature and police himself as a coach. He shouldn't really need Big Dom to do that, but... Uh, the the fact that it seems like that is the case and that he did admit that his emotions got the best of him and it really came to light when Big Dom went out, isn't great for him. Like, it just, no. hopefully he does show that he can mature and can kind of just contain his emotions a little bit more because as a head football coach of an NFL team, you have to. And you saw the Super Bowl, Travis Kelsey gets in Andy Reid's face, Andy Reid kind of just like shrugs it off, says, yeah, yeah that's just what we do. They go out and win a Super Bowl. If, if, let's just say Travis, or let's say Jason Kelsey does that to Nick Sirianni. Maybe Nick Sirianni does what Andy Reid does because it's Jason Kelsey, but there's also a likelihood that he snaps back at him, and then what? Yeah. So, yeah, I think Derek Gunn's in tune with his team, and I don't think that he's making that up. I think he has credible sources that say that the players feel this way, but at the same time, like... Whether that is true or not, and assuming it is true, it's on Sirianni to clean itself up.
1: I understand that. I just think that you know, there's again, even with like the any sports podcast, it's not like you're in kind of a dead zone of sports, right? There's no big moves happening, especially in the NFL, you know. And you could, of course, we all saw it. it's nothing new. Like saying that without Big Dom, Nick Sirianni seemed a little bit wild. Yeah, we you could see it, it wasn't hidden. I mean, the guy's wild on the sidelines, even with Big Dom running up and down the sideline doing the fucking almost damn near Deion Sanders step going in whenever they score a touchdown. Like, that's cool. I love that (laughs) when we're winning, you know, 25 nothing. But, you know, it's – I think that's some senior leadership. And I also feel like that was probably addressed in that meeting. There's a reason why they kept him here. If they felt that he really was a little bit too emotional as a head coach, uh, they would not have kept him here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it could be the Dougie P thing where you keep him here for a couple weeks and then – you know, let him go if they play bad. But you get lucky to Trevor's point where like when you're winning, you let it go under the rug. You know, you let the guy in school that's kind of fucking around be okay. Cause he's getting bees and you know, whatever figuring out in class. But like Nick Sirianni now you got all this talent. You had a big fucking goose egg at the end of the season and in the playoffs. You can't give up. You can't get this. You won't have this same amount of talent on both, at least on the offensive side of the ball. This is like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be a head coach in a f- great fan base with a great team coming off two years ago being in the Super Bowl with a young quarterback, young receiver core, top 5 O-line in the NFL. You have a chance to do something great here, and you're not going to – I would be hard-pressed if you were a fly on the wall in that meeting room with Howie Roseman, Jeffrey Laurie, and Nick Sirianni that that wasn't brought up.
2: Oh, I'm sure it was because they, so, they conduct those interviews to ask players yeah. about it. That's probably where Derek Gunn's sources got their info to to give him.
1: But it's secondhand. My point is, like, these reports that come out from Derek Gunn, like, of course, yeah, Big Dom was the man that was, like, his caregiver just about, like, on the sideline, making sure he stayed in check. Like, we all know that. We we saw that happen. We get it. We know it. We don't have to keep bringing it up. We're over this now. That's my biggest take, I guess, from Philadelphia media is that, like, don't keep bringing up shit that we're already past. up Like we're over this. We gotta get. We gotta get moving. Looking forward here. Yeah, it wasn't. particularly news like I'm saying.
2: Particularly news to, Nothing to, was to shocking. Us. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I the guess, birds. Yeah, I was no, gonna say
2: on the Sirianni subject, he took the coaches to Geno's. The Geno's. Yeah. He. You seen that picture? I seen it's that. Him. Show.
0: Yeah.
2: Patullo. Uh, Vic Fangio's there. Yeah. And uh the new QB coach, I forget his name, Neosmeyer or something. And a couple Geno's employees, they really went to Geno's of all places.
0: Yeah. I mean you could have at least just gone across the street to Pats, which is I think clearly a superior cheesesteak to Ginos. Ginos is probably the worst cheesesteak. <laughs> it's mm-hmm.
1: definitely down there. It's not great.
2: You know what I mean? Like they
1: went to Delasandros.
2: Dude. There there's so many more places they could have gone to. They could have gone to Angelo's.
1: Joe's.
2: You know Joe's formerly uh I won't say it because was it's it a it, racial slur. What
1: was it? Uh, oh the ball Chunks. What the the game you could play with the <laughs> rubber ball the rubber ball against the wall. You know what I mean? You you smack the rubber ball against the wall. What? There's a game well You that's what you called it back in the day? <laughs> Dear <laughs> Not no, I never called anything. Call it it I, I never said, never came out of my mouth. I never said that. No, 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 no. But there's also a game that's called that. But I'm not going to say the game either. But I am saying it could have been either or. But they, Yo, they,
2: they're they're they are good though.
1: I they mean, have they this named spot it. Up in the dude said yeah, they named it because we used to call him that because he's not. I don't think he was he. No, I don't, I don't think there was, was any. any. He, no, he, the original owner. The was... There,
0: the no one there was Chinese. <laughs> right, that but the
1: original owner was called that, even though he wasn't <laughs> it was like a nickname or something. Oh, that was okay. his nickname, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they I mean, it was... named it that. That's all. Yeah, but the original be... place is really nice. It's like so small, but the even the one in Fish solid. Yeah, but it's yeah, like it's not bad. Gl- you have a like... show at Johnny Brenner or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I they're... definitely made that move before. The, the OG Bilmore, spot is really yep. good. The booths are like real tiny because it's like built in the 1950s, so like you can barely fit in it. The milkshakes are great. You get a big cheesesteak. I like Joe's original spot. I think it's the best one. Yeah. Uh, in Philadelphia, to be honest with you. But Geno's it's just like a generic again trying to get that shit like we're Philadelphia. He's fucking love this city. Yeah, bullshit stuff.
2: He's lived here long enough, he should know where to get a real cheesesteak.
1: Yeah. Wawa. Now nah, I'm playing. I'm Dude,
2: missing. he needs to go to what's it called? It's not in Philly, it's in Jersey, but Oh, uh, donkeys? donkeys. Donkeys is solid. Donkeys is say? banging. I had a friend. He passed away this past summer. Shout out Bear Williams. He worked at Guy Tano's hmm. in Willingboro. They also have one in Penn Their cheesesteaks were banging. They give you a big cheesesteak. Really
0: good. Yeah, they, Jersey has a lot of good cheesesteaks. Donkeys, pretty, I will say, fucking Donkeys rocks. is banging, too. I've still never been. Oh, my God. You never?
1: No, because they have like bank hours. They do open, but. The, uh, first Saturdays you should go because they have wings they also too. have one in
2: Medford that's the f- apparently the same that's open uh, really, weekends yeah. too but the one in Camden I think is, go the, the Camden
1: one. though is like a good environment every first was- so the Camden
2: one's so fun to hang out every with. first
1: Saturday they're open and that's the first time I got a drink called a shave and a haircut where you get yeah so I'm like I'm a big Guinness fan so I go there I'm like I have a Guinness with a the cheesesteak they're like do you want a shave and a haircut I'm like what the hell's that what they said it's you fill the pint glass with like three quarters of Maybe like a half away, maybe three quarters away with Guinness. Then they give you a shot of, uh, what is the shot of? They give you a shot of like whiskey. Jameson or something? Just a shot of whiskey, yeah. And then they top it off with birch beer.
0: Ooh. That sounds tasty. The birch beer is probably a nice addition. Oh
1: my God, it's delicious. And Hmm. you know who else sells that shit? Some bar in Wildwood. There's an Irish pub in Wildwood that sells it too. What's it called? A shave and a haircut
2: interesting it's a drink yeah we gotta go to donkey. I, I haven't been at Donkey's I haven't sat down at Donkey's had a steak and a beer in probably like five years we try
1: to we try to bring you out last year. yeah time. I remember we, we that. Try to, the fir- it's the first Saturday of every month they're open otherwise they're open Monday through Friday you know nine to five like they you can't get there after work but yeah, the yeah, first Saturday like coming up right now will be March they'll be open next weekend on Saturday
2: hmm.
1: great spot great environment and they fucking love St. Patty's Day, so they'll be open. They'll be have all the shit for that shit too. Yeah, that
2: place is great, yeah. man. Like if you picked that bar up and just put it in South Philly, oh. it would fit right in. It's so divey and just like the the locals come in and the regulars from Camden come in. They're just like your locals and regulars from Philly.
1: Bunch of Philly firefighters go in there too. A bunch of other people, like you know what I mean. People that try to, people like that come in to play basketball too from other cities. Try to go like the Nets tried to go in there the one time last year, but they had to deny the order because there were there's poppy seeds on the bun oh yeah they'll show up on a drug test <laughs> <laughs> yeah heroin. there's gonna be yeah. some seinfeld shit the like athletic trainer was like we can't risk like the whole team you know getting drug <laughs> tested and then having a false positive That's kind or whatever of funny. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah their steaks are banging they do it with the round the kaiser oh. roll the with kaiser the seated roll, bun yeah. i was a their hater. onions mm.
1: i was a hater for a while but hannah did yeah, she got me right their onions
2: are terrific
1: right on king 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 road King Yeah, on
2: Hadnan Avenue, King's King Street. Yeah, on Hadnan King King yeah, Avenue, yeah. King Street. There's a great apparently, Jamaican
1: spot apparently
0: across a, the
2: street. Apparently, a dispensary's right next door now too.
0: Yeah, Damn, so you can eat like a bunch of cheese steaks. Yeah, <laughs> so here's the move:
1: you <laughs> go, go, to go to the dispensary, this... and they got you... wings on Saturdays. They got they got fresh wings on the first Saturday. Too. Yo,
2: here's the move: you go to the dispensary, you get you some edibles, so you eat one, you go to the Donkeys Bar, you have yourself a beer or two while you're feeling the edibles, and then once you're nice and stoned, then it's time to get that steak. You'll have a great day, dude. Mm -hmm. yo we got to do that. Great merch too. Yeah, no, Donkeys is fantastic. Yeah, Nick Nick Sirianni's got to take them to Donkeys, (laughs) man. Yeah,
1: Yeah, he does live in Jersey. I mean, you know, yeah,
0: Yeah, he should know. Well, I guess we want to keep it moving here, and maybe touch on the Flyers real quick. Yeah, coming off a hot win, we didn't get to watch the Stadium Series. We were in the Cat Williams show at the time. Didn't miss uh, much. Yeah, apparently that game sucked. The highlight of that Person game, didn't though. didn't
1: look too good, but, um. How know. about that walk-in? The what? I like the walk-in, When they walked though, in, they in all with walked the Rocky? Oh, with yeah, the Rocky that shit gear. was sick. Yeah, that was pretty Apparently,
2: cool. we didn't see this, but apparently the Devils players walked in like the Sopranos. No, they uh, said they yeah.
1: missed an opportunity to walk in like that, Oh,
2: I okay. Maybe. I thought so. With I wasn't. I wasn't I sure. I kind of heard something about the Sopranos. Maybe they missed I think the opportunity. My, I think
1: what I saw is that, like, they missed a great opportunity to walk in, like, in tracksuits and shit Yeah, like they that. messed but they up. Might, and... they may have, though. But the Rocky shit was sick. I was yeah. like, all right, we're about to win this game, like, a billion to nothing. And then... Did not happen. No,
2: gave up a goal thirty two seconds. It's funny, in. they were
0: like we're walking in in like The Sopranos, and we're all choosing the the episode where Vito gets caught at the gay bar, and they're just they're all wearing leather, <laughs> <The> assless chaps, <laughs> assless, yeah, with the little. They're, they're, they're like all getting off the bus, going like it's, a it's <laughs> just a joke, it's just a joke, huh?
1: Also, we walked in with the Rocky sweatsuit where we didn't realize that like that episode, that first movie, he didn't win. Yeah. Rocky's not a winner in the first movie. That is true. So, like, That's you you point, walked in Joe. with the meat locker, with the meat yeah, locker one. Yeah, you're just marking and... up the wrong tree. Yeah. You yeah. Up, yeah. You're asking Rocky for a you didn't even go the distance. You didn't even, like, make it a game. You just, you just got beat. This yeah. ain't fucking Soviet Union. If you're playing Russia, we got a chance. But, <laughs> you know, you're fucking playing uh, R.I.P. Weathers. Carl Weathers, You know, know what I mean? He beat your ass. We just yeah. got smoked. But
0: Yeah, so... I guess not much to say about that game because we didn't really get to watch yeah, it. But they come back against uh, the Blackhawks, win fairly handily. They looked a little shaky there in the third period. Yo, but Urson still held stood on. on his head. He yeah, had Urson a couple, had some he had he some had really a great of really saves. nice saves. I was like, damn, yo, it was cool for him he, to have he, a game like that too. Because that was like a um, a TNT game. I feel like I feel yeah, like every heard, time, I feel like every time yeah. the yeah Bedard's a bitch anyway. I feel like every time the Flyers have a nationally televised game, they just suck. Yeah, <laughs> and this time they actually came out and played well. I mean, the Blackhawks are terrible.
1: they still you went know, what, aside from Bedard. But he went what twenty for twenty-one. For
2: 21, for 22, 22? I think, by the end
1: Somebody, of the game. I mean, he had a great yeah. game that yeah. He had a couple yeah. really good... Yeah, there yeah. were a couple
2: he
0: that saves. One, was... He had that one really great glove save on a two-on-one.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: he had uh, that was in the first period, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, then for that, dude, hey, we got that little flyer shot last there for that. Fuck Connor Bedard.
2: Yeah, shout out Samuel Erson, the real rookie Hell of yeah. the year. Hell yeah, 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 exactly. The, the real Calder Cup winner.
0: Yeah, he didn't get injured for a, a month or two or whatever.
2: Wearing a fucking knight's helmet on his head. <laughs> you seen that, that helmet Bedard's wearing? It's like a knight's helmet made out of glass, dude. Uh, I, didn't really, I didn't really notice. He had a broken sick... jaw, so like yeah. it covers his entire face yeah. down to yeah. his neck. So he, he had, had some pretty sick moves
0: last night, though. Oh, he is um, good. Yeah, he's going to be a, a, a pain in the ass to deal with for many years to come. Luckily, he's in yeah, the Western not, Conference. Not yeah. last night, though. Fucking pussy. Yeah, man.
2: Urson stood on his head. Konechny had that one goal. Yeah, yeah that, was that nice. one goal was nice, man.
0: That Hathaway got one. Hathaway was
2: pucking, dude.
0: Yeah, he was hitting people. He got the dog mask. Up yeah, then. yeah.
2: Then Sealer got into that fight. Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, when they're winning, it's like, dude, you could just chill, you know. <laughs> but hey, he was feeling himself. Yeah, that was a good win. And
0: then I guess organizational-wise, the news is that there's been some reports that the flyers are at least considering the idea of re-signing Sean Walker um, a lot of people have been freaking out about this i don't think it's that big a deal i think it makes sense for them to say that and you know pretty much purposely leak that out because like we were kind of talking about this last week where they're you know in a position where they're third in the metro they're not like some tanking team that that has these expiring contracts that absolutely have to get rid of them because they have no choice or whatever. So, you know, I don't. I'm not. I still think at the end of the day, Sean Walker is probably going to end up on another team. Um, but at least this sort of um, gets the idea out there that Danny Briere is not just going to give him away for nothing. They're good. You're. You know, if you want this guy, you're going to have to give a serious offer. Because if not, we are, you know, likely at this point seems likely that they'll make the playoffs, and you know, wouldn't mind going in with a full with a full squad. Yeah, yeah. So
2: that's why I'm not so sure that they're going to trade him. Just because who yeah. knows what this wrist injury really is? Like you never know with hockey injuries; yeah. they're always re- intentionally vague, right? And I mean, not for nothing, but Sean Walker, like. He plays a a fine role, as I said last week. So, would would I be upset if they didn't trade him? Probably not. Or no, I'm sorry, I I should rephrase that. Would would I be upset if they traded him? Probably not. Would I be upset if they didn't trade him? No, I'd be fine with it. Would I be upset if they didn't trade him, they extended him for like two or three years?
0: Then I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, you
2: don't need to be doing all that now.
0: I'm, I'm not worried about them doing that. I mean, to me... Like but the, that's what
2: the rumor was is that they were going to extend him.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I guess don't I don't want don't, that. Well, yeah, I don't really want that either. But um yeah, I mean to me it would just be it would just seem like a, a real missed opportunity to get value on a guy that going into the season you probably were not expecting to get anything close to like a first round pick for um, I guess it's kind of like the pat trade in a way. Yeah, I mean they, get, yeah, I mean, yeah. they could, could conceivably get a late first round, maybe a, like if they had to settle for a second, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But going into the season, I don't think anyone's really expecting that that, that this would be a guy that you'd be able to flip for anything that valuable. But the fact that they have Torts and uh, Brad Shaw that have been really good at coaching up these defensemen and he's been playing really well, that seems to me like... You know, you've created this value in this player, and you should like pounce on that and take advantage of it while you can. So it would be a little disappointing to me if they don't move him. But but again, then, they are sitting at third in the Metro. Dude, so. right?
2: So like, if they move him and and let's say he needs to get season-ending surgery, then you're down two yeah. defensemen that helped get you to this point. Then what are you doing? Like, who's the the next defenseman up in like the in the minors? Yeah, like Emil Andre, I guess, or which should even not look good him. his first. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I think this injury with Terrence Linen has them like kind of second guessing. We'll see what they end up doing. We got yeah, what two weeks, three weeks to the
0: trade deadline yet? Yeah, a little bit of time.
2: But we'll see. Uh, we'll
0: see what happens.
2: I don't know. Like I said last week, I think the vibes are high. Everyone loves each other. They love playing with each other. It reminds yeah. me of the Phillies playing that. Squirrel Saxon? Yeah, I think... <laughs> if if anything, I think Lawton is probably maybe more likely to go. He missed an easy, empty uh, net that goal was, last was,
0: night. Yeah, dude, I was so pissed. I was like, Lawton, that would've, you would have had another goal in the tally. I mean, yeah. You know, we, didn't, we wouldn't need to tell everyone that I was an empty netter. Just say, yeah, <laughs> the goal is the goal. <laughs> hey yeah. Up. Like, but, teams
2: are going to look for, like, that third or fourth line center or forward, which he gives you that.
0: So. Yeah, he's exactly the type of dude that playoff teams... We want to like beef up their he's more expendable, line. right? Because yeah, you so. have
2: Forster expected to come back, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: and Paling's been kind of yeah, uh, Paling's
2: been playing good, he had a good game last
0: night, yeah, yeah. You can kind of fill that role for cheaper.
2: So, you yeah, see, I think Lawton, I would, I don't want to see Lawton go, just been a flyer for a long time, yeah. He's a big vibes and intangibles guy, but I think of the two of them, he's more expendable in my opinion. But hey, we'll see what they do. We got two weeks, three weeks to to the trade deadline. It's so late for the NHL. March eighth, yeah. the season ends a month after that. What's the they yeah, get yeah, their, their trade deadline is
0: pretty much like last chance to put something together. You know, it's not like uh, we're going to do this. in the second half of the year. It's very late. But yeah, we'll see what they do. I guess that's about it for the Flyers. The yeah, Phillies that's all we got written
2: down. Yeah, the Phillies, the man. The Phillies,
1: man, yeah. They have reported. They're
0: there.
2: Yes, they Even play Clearwater. their first game Saturday. Saturday against yep. the Blue Jays. Kobe Allard, my boy. Who? Kobe Allard starts the game against the Blue, jo- the Blue Kobe Jays. Kobe Allard? Remember, I was saying, sitting here a couple of weeks ago saying they signed him. He's ass. He was uh, a first-round yeah. pick of the Braves. He's like a 6 ERA for his career. Yep.
0: Oh, hell yeah.
2: Yeah, he starts on Saturday. So, I am probably not going to watch it. I'll probably be watching
0: The Union, quite frankly.
1: Yeah, big time.
0: But, uh... Yeah, it might not even be on, like, TV. I, I don't know. I think it's on MLB Network. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I don't... I,
2: don't... I, I do get that, because I pay way too goddamn much for cable. Yeah, but, yeah I got uh, that for old school. school. I got that shit you for old so school. You cable's ass, It's so goddamn expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like... Now all the day, all this stuff's on streaming now. Anyways,
1: Hulu, you get sixty bucks. Well, that shit yeah, ain't cheap either. I think i mean, either, you go back
2: though. to Hulu Live or YouTube. TV. Hulu
1: Live, sixty bucks a month, but you get all that weird shit in there. Which what when sports mean? when sports aren't on, you're you're like paying a lot for nothing. But then when all the sports are back on, you're like, all right, nice. Like now I can watch any. Yeah, I'm about like, to go back
2: to Hulu Live. But I you can't those.
1: watch Union unless Apple TV. Yeah, you all their games are on Apple TV. Yeah. MLS is Because kinda... when they got messy in that shit, uh, the yeah. game stock stocking Apple, and every MLS game now is well, on guess I'm Apple just TV. I am going to
2: have to go out to watch every Union game. Yeah. Ain't that a bitch? Well, yeah, unless to Browhouse Schmitz
1: to watch every Apple TV, though, is like a game. weird thing to have, too. Like you got to really... You know what I mean? Apple TV does have some good stuff. Dude, if you get, if you get Apple TV, you got to watch Severance. That show oh, I awesome. heard that show so was good. good. That yeah. show is yeah. awesome. Dude, it was so... I'm not going to have any spoilers, but it was so slow for the first whole season... But then the last episode when yeah, everybody got, really, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Man, that shit. Was I did hear great good things about that oh, show. Yeah, that shit was good. But uh, yeah, Philly's back. What well, they got? Whitmore. Yeah, Whitfield. Whit, Whitfield. Yo, Whit, Whitmore. Whit, Whitmore. Whit, Whitmore. 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 What's his name? Whitfield? Merrifield. What's the fuck his name? Merrifield. Yeah, Whit. Whitmerry- so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whiz here's the deal,
2: right? When we were in Atlantic City, I got the push notification saying they signed him, I was like, oh shit, the Phillies signed him, and you're like, who the hell's that? Understandably so, right? When did
1: you say that shit? Friday? Friday. Oh well. Yeah, yeah, Friday. What? No, Obviously, it was yeah. like
2: before we started drinking and doing
1: drugs. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well like, no, I had been drinking though since on my walk over, so I don't
2: Okay, so you might have had half a buzz on. Yeah. But uh yeah, you're like, who the hell is that? I don't know who that is. So then like I don't know. I realized, yeah, he his last several years or not several, his last probably three or four years. His last good year was twenty twenty, the COVID season. But dude, In his career, he's a three-time All-Star. He led the league in stolen bases three times. Yeah, He led the league in triples once, doubles once, and in hits twice. Yeah,
1: and he can steal. He can
2: hit, dude. But the problem is, he was in Kansas City for most of his career. Yeah. No one pays attention to them. He's a... I can't say he's a really good player now. I think he's like 35. But like... He's still got like some a juice left track. in the tank, but dude.
1: he's a utility knife, and that's what Dabrowski said. He's like, if we need to, he can play outfield, he can play infield, he can play wherever you want to put him, and the man can hit. He, mm-hmm. he might have people get you home runs all the time, but he can get on base and he can steal like a motherfucker. Dude, Yes, yeah, The so. man had 25 steals last year.
2: Yeah, and here's the deal, At right?
1: Fucking, what, how old did he say it was?
2: 35.
1: Yeah, 35, 25 steals. And here's that's a, good.
2: Here's the thing, right? I think the, the Blue Jays overused him. Like, apparently, Matt Gelb was saying on his podcast, the Blue Jays would even tell you, like, yeah, we overused this guy. Because here's what happened. Through July 31st, Whit Merrifield hit 303 with a 351 on base and a 430 slug. Yeah. That's solid production for a 34 year old dude. I would take that. I would take that all day. But then what happened is he wore down because he's old. Yeah. So the second, or not even second half, from. August 1st on, he only hit two twelve with a two hundred fifty OBP and a .288. Which bug. is so
1: good. Well, no, that's
0: pretty bad. Mm, it's that's... not for 35
1: <laughs> years old, though. For 35 years old, that ain't terrible. Mm, it's not great, but, like. Look at fucking, well, whatever. I'm going to say Schwarber in there, but he didn't get the That's home that runs. old, yeah. yeah.
2: But, like, yeah, my point being is that the Phillies don't overuse this guy. He can play left field. He can play second. and probably play a little first for you. He can fill a bunch of positions mm-hmm. to give these guys a day off. He's a proven right-handed bat. He just wants to win, dude. He even said, he was like, yo, I've done all this stuff, right? I've won batting titles. i won stolen base titles. I've been an all-star. I never won. I just want to win. Yeah. So he came here. He's got an opportunity to win. We're paying him a lot to be a bench bat at $8 million, but our bench was ass. I think our bench collectively last year, I don't have it written down. I meant to grab this, but I think our bench last year had – Collectively, like a 654 OPS.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty miserable.
2: So he's going to give our bench a huge lift. Like, think of these guys coming off the bench last year. Edmundo Sosa. He was probably the best one. Weston Wilson, who barely played. Your yeah. boy, De-
1: Derek Hall. Derek Hall. Don't even... Nah, fuck that. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, What's his name? Garrett Stubbs got a lot of, like, pinch hitting at bats yeah. for us. It's like, yeah. All those guys, like... Not for nothing, we're just not productive outs or not productive haters, They're easy outs. That
1: also shows though a clear indication of like left field, him, and then D H Schwarber. You got Harper at first. Yeah, which when, is a, which when is there's a, good, a lefty
2: on the mound. I think he plays left field. He's so got Marsh phenomenal lefty numbers too. His, his yeah. lefty numbers are fantastic, right. which he, we don't have. Yeah.
1: So that was a good thing to see, and also like Nebraska, like they're making calculated moves. They, they couldn't make the big move, you know what I mean? As a pitching standpoint, they get the cool Japanese guy. But, like, at the same time, like, you have, you know, Trey, if Trey Turner doesn't shit the bed the first half of the season, you're in a better position to be in a better seating. And you have year. Harper for have the whole start Harper, of the season. If you yeah, have Harper yeah, not huge. coming off an injury, you're in a better position. Now you have a healthy Harper at first who's stable. You have a Turner who's should come back now. Playing like he did the second half of last year. The first half was ass. You know, we don't need the standing ovation, all that bullshit. So you have those two guys playing at the top of their game. You got Schwarber on DH who can just sit back and relax and just hit dingers all day. Damn. I mean, you got Cassianos as a guy. It's like, all you got
0: to do is just not suck for the first two months. Yeah. It seems like they have the best two. Yeah. You know? I just think that, like,
1: the last couple years, they've had such a slow start. Like, you know, you start so early in the year, and they take two or three months off for, like, they're not terrible, but they're not great. Like, you should come out this year and just fucking obliterate everybody. That's what you have to do. That's what they've paid all this money to do. You don't bring in Trey Turner, Bryce Harper, Cassianos, Raul a couple years ago, Schwarber. You don't bring in all these big bats to and Then if you want to
2: expand to the pitching staff we yeah, are or right? To just you know play what I'm
1: to just play, you know, Possum for the first month or two. You bring this money in to like you want to start off hot. And I love uh Middleton came in there and was like, Give me that fucking trophy back, which he didn't say since we had uh Howard and Utley and Rollins, you know, he said that shit the year that they won the the World Series. He said, that bring that fucking trophy home. Yeah, man, bring that shit home. I mean, he
2: recognizes the opportunity. Their payroll's like two hundred. This is it. Their payroll's 260 million, dude. Yeah. That's insane.
1: And they have the production to do it. Everybody's healthy. Harper's back. He's good to go. Trey Turner is back here for a full offseason with us. The potential is right there. You just stay healthy. You win games. You don't fuck up. And just play ball. Good to see Charlie Manuel too, back on the walking around, yeah, looking he had good. After a stroke and yeah. shit, yeah. Yeah, 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 he does look old as fuck.
2: He looks much older than he did, like, yeah. even five years ago. But I mean, having a stroke will do that to you. You
1: couldn't understand it before. You probably can't understand him now. Yeah, at you all, really but, can but now. Yeah, but, but hey, good hey. for him.
2: Good for Charlie. Good for the team. That's probably yeah. an emotional emotional jolt for a lot of the players and the coaches.
1: It's just good to have him back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But Yeah, Phillies are on the up. I think that, you know, good to have them back out there. They look energized. I will say, I know it's just, you know, spring training and shit like that, but they do look happy they to be They seem back. a little more yeah. into it than they, they did like the last lively. couple seasons. Some yeah. more balanced in their step, which is good to see. I think that when you lose a game, like when you lose in the World Series, you come back like, damn, we played a whole, you know, it's it's a, it's a shortened off season like a Super Bowl loss or win is. But you didn't get there and you lost at home, which is even more infuriating. I think it's a good taste in their mouth to have coming in healthy. Yeah. That's which what is I think good. too, yeah. With or without a good bullpen, honestly. 'Cause I think this the team is built this team is built for the bats, not really the bullpen. I
2: think the bullpen should be good though, if we figure our yeah. boy Kirk or anything. I mean, steps honestly,
1: up. like as much
0: as you know, certain you know Kimbrell disappointed down the stretch or whatever. But you look in, in totality. Last year, the bullpen was pretty damn good. Yeah, compared to other teams. You know? So, and I and I I'm looking forward to having Kirkring for a whole year. I think he's going to settle in and be really
1: strong for us.
2: Yeah, you got um, Alvarado again. Alvarado was yeah. throwing gas at the end of the year.
1: Yeah. Walker's still here.
2: Yeah, you hope Soto can get it together a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. What's his name? Who's the other right? Yeah. Oh, Cousin Jeff, cousin yeah. Jeff Hoffman. Hoffman yeah, Jeff baby. Hoffman. Yeah, Jeff Hoffman was a at the end of the season. That Nike ass motherfucker out here looking good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the bullpen should be solid. Probably some of the middle relief might be a little tight, but they'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you don't have to rely on those guys. I'm thinking this group.
1: year you're going to have games that we hit almost like that like 15, 12-run 12, 12 game.
2: The offense is set up for it. There's yeah. no reason not to.
1: They have to.
0: Yeah. But you know what's not so good? these Fanatics jerseys. <laughs> Yo, yeah. these things are we, atrocious. So, last, la- last week, we, we talked a lot oof. about the tops, but this the week, bottoms. the bottoms have become no, a new problem. S- you
2: can straight three, see, you can through see through my man's
0: underwear. Right through, yeah. So, what? yeah, you can see, I mean, and, they, and they've been doing these, like, you know, uh, photo days and stuff, and you can everyone, you can see the, the shirt tucked into the pants. The and, dovetail. Yeah, you can see the whole thing.
1: And, um, it looks like you know, a big diaper, but it's really just the tucked-in top part. In the, it's so thin. Yeah, and like the players have been
0: complaining about this and all this stuff, and so the what a lot of people have been talking about is, you know, if the players really want to put an end to this, all they have to do is have a few of them come out there and go commando. Yeah. On TV, so like, which who in the Phillies do you think would be the most likely to do so? Schwarber, Web Brandon. Schwarber. It's, yeah. it's Brand- going to be Wet Brandon. schwarber Brandon. schwarber has got a hog. So, let's see what we're saying. Castellanos.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's already walking around with his jersey yeah. I anyway. think that
0: he's too much of a showboat. But his, his son I, watches I, these well, games. Yeah, I too say, though. If, it is, you know, if his son's in the crowd. See, Webb I mean, Brandon not.
2: don't have kids. Yeah, Wet Brandon's young a, enough. He's yeah, still he's like a college. wild, he's wild man. He's pretty much
0: dude. like a, you know, could still be in college. I or think Kyle
1: Schwarber probably drinking all them butt heavies. He probably got a wild hog. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean? He come out there just it's like the movie. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm trying to think of anyone else. Stott wouldn't. Harper definitely wouldn't. Yeah, he's a Mormon. Or... No, he's Mormon Real Muto's he... a catcher. He's covered all I think the time Harper's anyway. Still
1: wears a fucking chastity belt, even though he's got kids. so still wears that fucking thing locked up. Yeah. yeah, he ain't seen that shit. Yeah, Harper, Harper's to gonna be out iron. there just fucking nope just butt naked from the waist down.
2: I'm trying to think who was partying <laughs> go the, through, hardest. Like, the <laughs> <poo>. <laughs> Oh, Bone probably would. You remember Bone partying last year when uh, we yeah. won? Yeah. He was all drunk doing interviews. Bone probably would.
1: Yeah. yeah I bet yeah. you... Yeah, I could see... Mm, yeah, no, Schwarber's still my bet on that shit. It's,
2: for me, it's Bone or Wet Branding. I don't think Wet Brandon gives any fucks. I think so Web Brandon think, steals
1: too yeah. so many bases, that will be fucking... But even, free ball in that shit. That's true. Even, even without, it's that thin.
2: He'll be flopping around. Be,
1: yeah. yeah. Schwarber, he doesn't run around that much. He just, he'd be out there just slinging that thing. Good point. Yeah.
0: I mean, even without going full commando, I mean, we saw
1: some pictures today of just
0: regular whatever, and you can like clearly see just the outline yeah, that's of horrible. players' balls. Yeah. It's like, dude, what is going on? Well, not for the, whatever. <laughs> it feels like, to me, it feels like, you know, I feel like Rob Manfred was kind of just, Feeling himself a little bit because of the success in the new rules last year, it was like, all right, we get we got the pitch clock, the 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 bigger bases, the more stolen bases. Yeah. Everyone's loving it, big success. Let's keep pushing it. He's like, no underwear,
1: they're like no, what the yeah. fuck? See through yeah. pants? Yeah,
0: nah, this
2: you know, one's wrong. Bringing sexy back. This shit's weird. Do you think the fanatics could this thing this lasts a full season?
1: No, it can't. Because I, no I, I don't gonna, know if this makes sense. They're going to see a drop in ticket si- and uh jersey sales. There's no way no one wants to buy this shit. Yeah. The back plate looks terrible. The fucking shit looks like. Come on now. What are we doing here?
0: We're turning America's
1: pastime into America's ass time, fellas. <laughs> yeah, but with the wrong team. It's going to be. Baseball players don't have dump trucks. Who wants to see shit? NFL? Maybe. MLB? So, yeah. so definitely some not. Some
2: baseball players do have some. They are a little husky. Some. Though. See, but
1: the fact that you started with some, though, mm-mm. NFL, NBA. Not every
2: NFL player has a big ass.
1: All the old, all the, I'm not trying to get, you know I mean, hey, I'm just saying. But, yeah, most of them do. They got dump trucks compared to baseball players.
2: Devontae Smith has no ass. Pitchers
1: have big asses. What? Remember Antonio Bastardo? He did have a big ass. Yeah. That's one man, I'm just saying. I think in in a totality of league by league, MLB probably has the least amount of ass nah. next to the NHL. I think and. You I can't tell behind in the pads. order in the
2: order in the hierarchy of big booties. It, yes, it goes NFL first. I think you got to slot MLB before NBA.
1: I don't know these you NBA think about,
2: guys be skinny yeah, running up and down the court. You hear me out tall.
1: now. What NBA? Yes, above
2: NBA below MLB. You think it's, it's NFL, NFL MLB, then NBA, then NHL?
1: I think that you're miss. I think that you're. Uh, you can't unless tell. we throw MLS no, in here too. You can't. Well, MLS definitely. I don't know
0: they, NHL. You might might be underselling NHL a little you're bit. You're underselling because,
1: the Eastern European. Because like bo- NHL bo- players, women. they're they make big booty people.
0: NHL players have to have really strong thighs because that's what they're pushing off of. Yeah, they some skate. of them do. Have so
2: some they're doing squats. like mad yeah. squats.
1: They hide behind the fucking pads.
2: Yeah. So and NBA's last. Maybe. Well, yeah.
1: well, potentially. I don't know. Well, NBA
2: player, you know, has a nice ass. They're all so tall. Kyle Lowry. I don't know. See, but
1: but <laughs> good good I will point. say this though: the NBA is tough to judge because the pants are more loose. We're like NFL tight. You know what I mean? Baseball tight. Yeah, baseball They're tight. pretty much wearing those M- pajamas. NBA fans. is the. You know, they're the loosest pants, so it's hard it's to true. tell the it's, ass definition. They gotta bring back those you know know what I mean? older mean?
2: Uh, fair. Yeah, and t- Kyle Lowry does have a big butt. He got a
1: well, he's he fits he, in fucking loose pants. Your Jaden type. Springer,
2: big ass, yeah. Drew yeah. Holiday, he's got a big butt. Okay. I'm there just saying
1: you. I'm not gonna dissect everybody, but you know, I think the amb- I think well, if they I wore tighter you, fit pants, but I think NFL is a definite given number one. It's NFL, this
2: MLB, NHL, ML, or NBA. I still
1: feel that way. I would. I would. Yeah, I don't know. I think MLB probably. But again, it's a, it's what you see right away. The well, pants have gotten tighter in the MLB, so it's easy to be like, oh, damn, yeah, like Batista's, you know, people got big dump trucks. You see that shit. NBA is hard to tell because they got that little, you know, it's, the pants are more bouncy. It's hard to tell, mm. but I think it's a good bottom two. I think that makes that's the easiest flip flop of yeah, them all. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's up to it's ML- up to people. is probably gonna, you know, wherever anyone else
0: has them ranked is probably gonna climb the rankings with these new uniforms, assuming that you know they're not gonna be able to, might not have the logistics in place to replace them in time, and they might just have to deal with them for a year. But they might just, you know, they might just lean into it. Oh, they're
1: not changing them. This uh-huh. is it. We got this shit for a year. There's no yeah. way. I
2: think if it gets really egregious, they it's might be... have to change them. Wait for yeah. a rainy game. When that shit's going the work. It's like a that's wet a good t-shirt point.
1: contest out oh, there. Gosh. Yeah, come you on know. now. Yeah, I think they're going to have to change them. You see someone yeah. not wearing a coat, you're like, holy shit. It's yeah. sex night at yeah.
0: CBP. Yeah, they're gonna, I think that's
2: going to be the line. That's a good point. When it rains, they're going to be like, yeah, they're going to
0: have, yeah. they're, they're going to have like one night where they replace Dan Baker with one of those like uh, ASMR <laughs>
1: like girls yeah. on YouTube, whatever.
2: Yeah, I'd be down yeah. for that. I like some ASMR. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, okay. anyway, so yeah, just get ready for that shit. Mm-hmm. First
2: base, Trevor. Man. man, you're not good at Price this. Hard. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to <laughs> shit my pants. Yeah, I'm about to walk out on yeah. this podcast. And say, you can't be doing that. No, mm. but yeah, I mean, I guess Phillies, we can be excited. Season starts in a little over a month. Yep, we shall see what happens. I think that's all I got on the Phillies.
1: That's all I got.
2: Harper's gonna stay at first. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. There we'll are look good.
2: there are some implications to it, but we don't gotta talk about that right now.
0: Yeah, I got plenty of time to get into that later.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, did we want to talk about uh, the shoes?
2: Yeah, we got to talk about the Trump the shoes. the Trump shoes And the the the, Ch- the Chipotle boycott.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess if if, if you hadn't heard, uh, there's did did an actual did some like who like made these shoes? Like, what is the story here?
1: I don't know the company, is but it... Trump, but it's like a Trump branded. Uh... They, they're calling them the Air January 6s. <laughs> <laughs> we hear
0: someone on Fox News uh, talking about the the potential uh, demographic and political implications of this.
1: Even the sneaker thing. I was on social media last night. Very interesting. As you see, black support eroding from Joe Biden. This is connecting with black America because they love sneakers. They're into sneakers. They love the – you know, the, this <laughs> oh, is a big deal. Lord. Certainly in, in the inner city. So when you have Trump roll out his <laughs> sneaker line, they're like, "Wait a minute, this is cool. He's reaching them on a level that defies and is above politics. Yeah. The culture always trumps politics <laughs> and Trump Jesus. understands culture like no politician I've ever seen
2: Jesus Christ
1: I don't
0: know what do you guys think is he on this- <laughs> um, I don't know he's not on <laughs> to I, don't,
1: I I feel I feel disgusted that he launched his shit in Philadelphia. I think that, because the shoe con thing was in Philly. When yeah, you, when you and I'm the looking sink at that know, right now. Yep. But I think that uh, on a bigger scale, I think that the whole cultural thing, I think that he keeps referring to just black people as they. When he's like, yeah, they love shoes. Like, well, that's hmm. fucked up. Like, this is fucking clearly a man that's unhinged on a fake fucking news network just trying to get fucking whatever he wants to do to to try to get Trump to be president, but Yeah, on I don't a think large, this
0: guy knows a lot about sneakers. On, <laughs> a,
1: on a larger scale, you got meanwhile, Michael Jordan is launching the first ever Jordan shoe store in Philadelphia. Which is if you want to talk about culture and cool shit, that is more on brand. These shoes look just about like you go out in the rain, I feel like that gold dust on that yeah, shit will just, just melt off. Like <laughs> right. these things aren't going to be good for anything. Painted. They look, they look yeah. like. I mean yeah, How looks, much are these? I don't know. Three hundred bucks or something. I think they're like five hundred. Yeah, it look. Yeah, because they're probably. But, uh, but it all goes to the campaign been, too. It's a campaign fund. That's probably right? only you, been a few no, of them it's made.
0: 400. 400. It's just. Uh, it's just someone took a pair of sneakers and just spray painted them. It,
1: it looks. It looks. It's basically what they look like. It looks like a nineteen fifties movie. That was made about the fucking like Greek god, uh, who's the guy that fought around a lot with a little shoe? Oh, Hermes? Hermes! Yeah, It looks think... like that kind of shit. Yeah, with yeah, just yeah. A shitty ass shoe. Yeah, they have what the fuck? Wings does Trump know about that shit? He went like that. I think it's just fucking <laughs> see, it would despicable. Be
0: really fun. I mean, honestly, it's it's just another clever way for them to make money. Because I mean, you see how they they ate up those hats. So if you can get all these people to buy like $400 shoes, they're all walking around with the with the red hat and you, these goofy shoes. You know this ass shoes. is
2: hurting. He bankrupt. This is how That's he gets full of yeah, paper.
0: He's yeah. like, he, yeah, owns he 300, can't do business in New York for uh, a
1: few years or whatever it was. He tried to do that shit. and Then they, uh, he tried to appeal it. They were like, no, you can't do that shit. And he's about to have to sell some buildings and shit like $335 billion. That thing did not have that fucking money on canned. He do not have that cash.
2: Apparently, too, right? These shoes, like, they aren't made yet. They're only actually going to get manufactured if people pre-order for them to be profitable.
1: He tried pulling some Tesla bullshit then.
2: Yeah. So people have to pre-order, and then once they see how many pre-orders, they'll be like, okay, we'll make them.
1: They guess what? Are they made in America? Hell no. Exactly. This <laughs> motherfucker, ride. this piece of fucking shit. Run, not that I care where things are made, but like you can't tell people they're made you from can't America. Run on your whole thing being shit's made in America, when like all your shit is not made in America. The people that you hired to build your buildings aren't from America, which is fine, no big deal. But you can't say that they are. That's okay. Say that you get. Yeah, you hired Polish immigrants to build all your buildings. You paid shit all your fucking hats to be built in China or wherever the fuck they were. But like you know what I mean? He'd this be fucking sucking piece of shit. I can't even stand this shit. We shouldn't give him any fucking airtime for this fucking shit.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Cock sucking. This is how we get them ratings
0: up. Yeah. Gotta talk about the sneakers. Um,
2: We gotta talk about this
0: guy. Yeah. Chipo- Chipotle? Whoa, yeah, he loves Trump.
2: Yo, hold up. Trump wrote the forward to this guy's book. That It's like, go ahead, play him. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, let's play this. Hey guys, Nick Adams here
2: outside Chipotle. Chipotle Chipotle has gone woke.
0: Chipotle embodies
2: the worst of the DEI woke BS in our society.
0: Today it emerged that a 23-year-old alpha male was written up for apparently misgendering
2: some person he was training. Well... Alpha males stand in solidarity. This will not stand. Qdoba and Mo's are a million times better than chapotle anyway. The boycott, boys, begins right now. Yo, what a yeah, lame-ass bitch, and dude. Sp-
0: and he spikes he spikes the burrito that he just bought at chipotle onto the ground so
2: then this guy yo he goes on twitter he goes this is a tweet from him nick adams at nick adams in usa even though he's clearly from australia i'm an alpha male i don't eat chipotle chipotle but he calls it Chipotle. chipotle i don't participate in taco tuesday oh here's the kicker i don't eat boneless wings I don't play okay. Fortnite, and no, I won't be apologizing for it. <laughs> so, even better, is I found out today, that my company publishes this guy's book. Damn. <laughs> the Alpha Kings. Listeners, readers. Yeah, learn you, how to
0: be an Alpha King.
2: If you want to go, you don't buy his book. Probably shouldn't even encourage you to go look it up on Amazon, quite frankly. But, if you want a good chuckle. I re- to yeah. still find his re- book sales page s- on Amazon. I
0: remember seeing that dude on Twitter a while ago and being really unsure whether it was, um you know, like a parody. It oh, I or thought not. it was a joke at first. It, it seems like the 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 Twitter account seems like it's a bit because it's just the most over the top. Like, uh
2: it's legit,
0: par- but yeah, I guess. And I still don't. I mean, it seems. It also seems like it's just sort of a grift. Like he's just trying to get idiots to buy his book or whatever I mean, his books killing it right. like
2: i will say that yeah
1: yeah well, cause of there's the a best, lot of fucking lunatics <laughs> out sellers. there that want to buy that shit yeah. but it's the most conservative thing to like i'm going to boycott this shit but first i'm going to buy the item that i'm going to boycott and then shoot it with a gun or throw it in the ground like but yeah but you just you still made a purchase though and like did your thing that you just wanted to not do you yeah, in and, and anyone he, else that wants he, to do the same thing so you did means, is going to have means, to buy a burrito and from And that them. means that if you yeah. were a real alpha male, you would have went in there to order that burrito and, like, call some people out. But you would in there like, I'll have the cheese, please, and also some guacamole on the yeah. extra side, please. And, like, went through that whole process and then went out when no one could see you. And then you did your little bit. It's a, man, it's a fucking I think it was.
0: I think it was kind of weak that he just threw the burrito on the ground. I think you should have shot it with a gun if he was a real... I Alpha. think he picked
1: it back up because he wants to eat it. So he got paid. Yeah, he, the paid, he, he so, did yeah. pick it up and eat yeah, it. Yeah, he did. He said that we cut that shit. All right, cool. Lost the accent, and everything. Probably yeah. ate that burrito. He's like, man, I love this shit. But
0: also, how it's like, don't go there. You go to these other two uh, chain. <laughs> like, it's the same thing. Yeah, which
2: they probably
0: have all similar. The yeah, they're probably, they're all, they probably all have the they same They probably, probably have some sort of
2: DEI like sort of. Yeah, it's program. kind of standard yeah.
0: now in the in the corporate
1: world. They're probably all owned by probably. Yeah, they
2: might be owned by the same parent company. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't
1: surprise me at all.
2: But yeah, I got a kick out of that, I
1: mean. Chipotle. Chipotle. Now Focus Friends owns Moe's.
2: It's also just funny. He's like it he claims to be an American. It's like, bro. Dude. I yeah, people to you from talk.
0: other countries being I mean, I get that like uh you know American politics have a large effect on the rest of the world, but in Australia Australia is basically just a, a the is Australia is basically just America, but with more animals that are going to kill you,
2: and with funny accents.
0: Yeah, it's it's like the same thing. I don't know. I've I have no desire to go to Australia ever. It's like they got giant spiders, you, you, got, got, a can- or you got a like crazy poisonous. Right, the can- The kangaroos try to kill your dogs
2: are really poisonous
0: yeah there's all this you know kind what I'm of saying? stuff and like for what so, so you go to like the Sydney Opera House yeah when you culture it's like fuck. a fancy looking yeah. building
2: yeah dingoes who
1: cares I
2: guess a dingo is basically a wolf
0: yeah but still
1: yeah right. like a desert wolf
0: yeah I, yeah, do it I mean them. that
1: man's a fucking bitch anyway alpha male he probably gets mad because <laughs> that false gets warm halfway the, when he's done drinking it because it's yeah, too big yeah they have
0: one kind of beer there that man's 5-5 in, a, five. in a stupidly large can doesn't make sense. Yeah. You already know
1: he wastes food. He can't finish a meal.
2: <laughs> yo, Trump did write the book, the forward to his book, yo.
1: It makes sense. This, is the, greatest fucking, this yeah, is the greatest forward I ever wrote yeah, in my life. i looked life. at a couple of his there Twitter is a,
2: posts and <laughs> it's just like my man. It reminds Trump. me of
0: that one. The, there's like that one guy that was in The Sopranos who um, – I forget what the character's name is. He's like the older guy with the real like white hair. Is he the Jewish um, guy? No. Oh. Um he, oh, the guy that... The guy who, like, is he, in he, for Vito when he, he finds out that Vito's gay. The guy who, like, really wants to kill Vito. I forget what the character's name is or the actor's name is, I know but, you're talking about. But that guy came out with with a book that's, that, that's called uh, A Guy's Guide to Being a Man's Man. <laughs> and it's probably, it's probably, like, similar to what this did. Dude,
2: doing. go look, like, when you have some time, we don't got to do this now. Go look that book, Alpha Kings, up on Amazon and read the description. It is kind of like that. Alpha Kings. It's very yeah. much like that.
1: Also, like to be a guy that's like, I'm an alpha male. I'm like the most heterosexual male ever. My book is called A Guy's Guide to Be a Male's Male, like a man's man. What?
2: So if you're a man's man, that means if you're a, you're guy's a man guy, that if you're a wants guy's men guy, to be attracted right? to you?
1: If you're a guy's mm. guy trying to be a man's man, what? What? My shit's only about being heterosexual, but my title is "Men Loving Men, Being Boys, Being Boys, Being Men, Being yeah, Men." Yeah, I mean, hey, come on now.
2: It tells that, me, it tells me you, yeah, you which is cool. Mind. But yeah, like, like man, I'm not no. mad
1: about it, but yeah, hey, but
0: don't be. We- Sounds like these folks have spent a few two weekends in Atlantic City. Sounds like
1: these alpha males are just a little sensitive in <laughs> this day and age. Yeah. Well, I think that's just going to about
0: do it for us here tonight, everybody. Hold
2: up. I got to shout out the yeah. horse.
0: Oh, shit. I forgot. Yeah, the horse. Yeah, the 95 horse. The horse running oh, yeah. down
2: 95. <laughs> Smarty Jones is back, baby. Yeah, yeah
1: dude. Smarty training Jones for, didn't get turned into training glue. Training for the Triple Crown. Some say that a horse hit 95.
2: Hmm. But, you so know what?
1: 90, yeah. Miles an hour.
2: Oh, that horse was... He was booking. He was...
1: Bu- I mean, the car was, like, trying yeah, to keep up. That horse
2: was booking. But...
1: Scared as a fucking... He was scared.
2: You know that horse was from Fletcher Street? No. Yeah, that horse was from Fletcher Street Urban Riding Club. So
1: they just put that shit up on Fairmount.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that horse ran a long distance to get from Fairmount to 95. It's like, damn.
1: He probably heard that he was like, damn, Dave Matthews is coming back here again. I'm out. (laughs) This shit booked it.
2: (laughs) But nah, shout out to the horse. The horse did make it back to Fletcher Street. They've gotten a lot of attention from from that. Glad the horse made it back. Shout out Fletcher Street. Shout out L Dog. Glad the horse is okay.
1: Shout out Hannigal Deep.
2: Yes, yeah, shout out Hannigal Deep. In addition to being on this podcast with us degenerates,
1: mm-hmm. running
2: or starting to run Mug Coffee Clay, volunteered at Fletcher Street Urban Riding Club, where the horse was from for for many years. So
1: that horse probably came back and said, You're never going to believe this shit. <laughs> that yeah, that road horse was famous, wild. dude. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one time we were driving back from
0: work and there was a dog running. Yeah, all n- right around where the horse was. Yeah, yeah. It's a popular spot. It's where the animals go.
2: Like, 95
1: is like crazy.
2: <laughs> That's why they're building a park up there. Yo. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. 95 yeah. is a wild thing. You might see Emma up there when the city's burning down. You mm-hmm. might see a horse. You might see a dog. You might see some cattle. Who knows? It's like a it's like a time lapse, like yo, a yo, time yeah. warp.
2: You might see the mascots. Remember? Yeah. What on the? the pr- yep. they, they, yeah, yeah.
1: They were the first ones to go over the fucking road. Yeah. yeah.
2: Only Nuts. in Philadelphia, man. I love this city. It makes no sense.
1: <laughs> Where everybody knows your name. Ninety-five. There we go. Yeah.
2: But I had to shout out the horse. Oh I yeah, forgot like about the horse. Goodbye.
1: Yeah.
0: Giddy up, baby. So we please <laughs> give us a five-star rating and review every podcast. Leave us a uh, give us a follow on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe and on now, YouTube. Yeah. Oh yeah, we are. We do have a Facebook page now for any of our. Um, you know, over 60 <laughs> listeners. <laughs> hey, We'd be having parents listen to this. So That's yeah, true. they might yeah. follow Shout us out on Facebook. Mom and dad. Yeah, yeah, Get on there. Um, but uh, yeah, send us an email at citywidepod at gmail.com. And from all of us here at the citywide, good morning. Good afternoon. Good night.
1: Peace. Giddy up.